Vince Hoff and your TARDIS is you're listening to Doctor Huh? A podcast where we watch Doctor Who in a random order. Huh? What? Uh, Why? Huh? I'm your granddad apprentice, Jordan. Hey, who's this Bazoolium? It's me, Sam. <laughs> hey, I'm, hey, if I get to get the Bazoolium. Hey, I gotta get the Gabagool of the Bazoolium. Hey. I don't know what this voice is. Hey, hey, oh, hey, oh. This sounds like you sound like you're uh, you sound like Goose hey, I'm from, from Cornwall here. You sound like Goose from the hit movie Grease Two. Is what oh, you I sound love like. that movie. It's really I wish good. there was somewhere that people could go to hear about that movie for just a dollar a month. Uh, I regret that to makes it sound that like they can watch <laughs> it. Makes it sound like you pay us a dollar and we continually talk about Grease Two. <laughs> Also, we put that one up in the main feed, I believe, so you don't even need to give us a dollar for that. I don't remember one. which feed it was. Moving on. Um, what, what, how, how, how are you? Banter section. How are you? <laughs> I'm checking my notes. This is the banter section here. How are you? <laughs> this says, this is the part where you have a fun chat. Uh, I'm fine. I've, I've been, well, you've been doing Pikmin Bloom more than I have. You've been walking around left, right, up, down, front, center, backing up. I've been trekking. I've been hoofing it all over God's green. I downloaded Earth. the app, got you into it, and then fucked off. Yeah, you, you, I think you downloaded the app and then decided you would give up walking for Lent several months before Lent. <laughs> and you're, well, and I you're lent not, and you're my not legs to somebody else. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how someone does so little walking. Hey, I'm sitting here. Hey, well, you see, desk. I I walked a lot in the first few days of using the app, and then my legs got tired, and I said, I'm going to take a rest Too day. much walking. And folks, well, no, you know what it was? It's that our last, the last time I went out for a walk, I, I, was, I was with Lauren, who uh-huh. I walk with because she lives here, uh, <laughs> and we got a... About 30 seconds outside before I got a call on my phone that was like, Hey, Sam, can you go? Are you, are you at your laptop? I need work things done. And I was like, Oh, shit. I need you to fly to San Francisco right the fuck now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my my boss, Mr. Musk. Mr. Musk, re- thank really you, sir. Thank you. thank you. Thank you, Papa Musk. You're so wise, so good. Will Twitter still exist by the time this episode is up? <laughs> yes, almost certainly. Probably. I don't but get will this Trump's whole... account be reinstated? Yeah, that's the real question. Is, will Donald Trump be posting, like, Did you... have you heard about this Dr. Huh podcast? This is my Simpsons Donald Trump impression, by the uh-huh. way. Very nasty, very hey, nasty me, podcast. I'm hey, I'm Donald Trump from the TV show The Simpsons. Uh... I, I like this. We we do an impression of a bad impression of him, so that there's so we don't no... have to pretend that we're trying our you, right. Like we don't have to cover. put our our signature on any yeah, <laughs> any <it's>... Trump impression. <laughs> hey, I'm the bad Trump impression for the Simpsons. Uh, this is what I sound like. Uh, I don't know. Did you see? I feel like we haven't done this on this podcast before. Is just shoot the shit before we get into it because we're usually yeah. too excited. Uh, maybe that foreshadows something about this week's episode. It doesn't. No. <laughs> I like it. Uh, but, uh, I don't know if you saw that very recently, as we record this, Elon Musk posted a Twitter poll on his personal Twitter account oh, no. asking if he should re-intra- reinstate Trump on Twitter. I, I know that he brought back Babylon B, and I know he brought back, uh, my boy Jordan Peterson, who I have no choice but to respect because he does share my first name. Solidarity for sure. Yeah, solidarity f- for Jordan. Um, but, but, um, 
He's he, he didn't reinstate them though. They they made tweets that got reported, and Twitter was like, "Hey there, Bucko, you got to take these tweets down if you want to tweet again." And they were like, "No." It was the funniest thing ever when when Jordan Peterson refused to delete a tweet that violated the terms of service, and then he went on his podcast and cried about it for like three weeks, and then he deleted it. <laughs> well, speaking of Jordan Peterson podcasting, uh, we we might have a, a particular message from a patron. To read well, at the I, end. I, I, I thought you were going to say, like, we are two-thirds of the phrase Jordan Peterson podcasting. No, uh, it's, we, we may, we may still be in the backlog era of patron messages, and we might have a very untimely Jordan Peterson message. It's gonna be like, up yours, awoke moralists, we'll see who cancels who! Oh, cool, there you go, Dan, we don't even have to do it at the end. Oh, yeah, there you go, thanks, Dan. (laughs) 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 I, I, I know you so well, my friend. I know you haven't started Boiling Frogs yet, but I need to send this before I forget about it. To be read in Ben voice. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Sent July 12th. <laughs> there you go, Dan. Oh, that message. Uh, yeah. Wow. That was that was in July? That was in July. That was so long ago. I thought that was like a few weeks ago that he tweeted that or said that. Oh, my God. Jesus. Uh. I hate time. I hate time and I hate time travel. Let's not talk about Doctor Who anymore. Yeah, fuck this show. Fuck this show. Actually, Ooh. this episode, let me tell you. Well, there's so actually a, no time travel in this episode. No, no, no. Um, so we can talk about this one. So season, this is season two, episode 12. Sorry, Army what? Series two. Thank you. Episode 12. Sorry, Army, what? Series two, Flimpledoo 12. Thank as you. They call it. Yeah, thank you. Uh-huh. Um, it's called Army of Ghosts. Um, this episode stars David Tennant. No, I'm just kidding. David Tennant as the 10th Doctor and Billy Piper as Rose Tyler. And uh, I don't remember who played Rose's mom, but she was in this one, too. Yeah, we don't normally do this, but that's fine. Uh, uh, I just I think I think we should because I want to I want our, our listeners to be able to check in where we are at. And uh, let me tell you, uh, my brother. Uh, this is, uh, a big time, big time for Doctor Who, um, is this season. Can I this, quickly, quickly yeah. say, uh, this episode was written by Russell T. Davies and directed by Graham Harper. It was a rusty joint, and you could tell because it was, it was pretty kooky, but I, I liked it a fair amount. I don't know if I, I don't know if I liked it for the writing, but I liked to watch it. I thought if we... And I, we, we certainly can't make a, an ongoing ranking of episodes. That's, that's not, uh, sustainable. <laughs> this was my most enjoyable episode yet for me personally. I, I still like Rebel Flesh more, but what I would say is that if we're not getting the, uh, again, I'm basing everything off of the two episodes that I've seen of Matt Smith. If, 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 uh, Stephen Moffat is the guy who likes to do, uh, sci-fi philosophy and and make you think episodes. Uh, these this and Legend of the Sea Devils are like just sci-fi adventure stories, and I thought that this was a much better one than Legend of the Sea Devils. Now they worked really hard on that one, I'm sure. They worked really hard on this one too. Yes. So so I just need to to so I just need to preface once again. This is most people's favorite doctor companion duo of all mm. of all the time. So when people people like think about Doctor Who and post about Doctor Who, it's usually like 10th Doctor and Rose Tyler 
Um, I I don't really remember many of the episodes that Rose was in particularly because I forgot like all of the all of the little bits. Uh huh. Um, but I will say, and, and and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Uh, you know, I watched this show when I was 14 years old, and I felt like just overwhelming nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Watching this episode and seeing these two characters on screen, I was like, holy shit, this takes me back. These these fucking guys. I and gotta it- say, that that's surprising to me, though, because I remember Rose from the episodes that I watched when I was trying to get into Doctor Who. And I, I, didn't, I didn't mind her, but I don't really remember her leaving much of an impression on me at all. I felt like Amy was a more, more Interest. interesting companion, but... I mean, Rose clearly was around for a while, so... Yeah, this is later in her t- into her tenure as a, as a companion, I mean, I suspect so. that it might be right up at the end, right up at the end of it, the huh? very first thing that she says in this episode is, this is the story of how I die. <laughs> this was a better um, opening, by the way, than the Amy Pond, like, Once upon a time, there was a, a little girl with an imaginary friend in a magic box... I liked, I don't know if this was like a cold open, like a, a every episode kind of thing, or if this was, well, I guess it isn't, because I don't think the whole season Rose said, and this is the story <laughs> of how I died. <laughs> yeah, the, the season opens with, this is the story of how I died, and you're like, damn, in episode one, and then nothing happens, and you're like, oh, no. I'm waiting for it. Uh, I gotta two, this ask, is also the story of how I died. <laughs> I gotta ask, how did you feel about 10th Doctor David Tennant? Um, I... <sighs> I don't know. I, I'll i be honest. I haven't really gotten a strong impression of any of the Doctors just yet. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that Matt Smith's Doctor is definitely the most leaning into, like, like Tumblr-style quirk of yes, any of them. Yes, for sure. 100%. But they kind of all do, to be they honest. They all kind of do it. I think it's... I think... From Here's what I've seen, I don't remember. I don't remember Eccleston doing that, and the fifth no, doctor I don't, didn't really do it either. The fifth didn't do it. Eccleston, but I, I mean, I obviously, Tumblr wasn't going to be around for like thirty <laughs> years after that. Just but, like you know, just like people exchanging letters in the the like the Doctor Who Correspondence Club, and they're like sending letters to the fan club, and it's like, oh my god, Umphi Eccler Umphi Fifth Doctor. Wow. Umphi is so after Tumblr's heyday. I know. I know I'm just kidding. I just, I just couldn't think of it. <laughs> I like the idea, though, that they were developing a culture on Tumblr and they were like, you know, I really liked that fifth Doctor <laughs> back in the 80s. <laughs> um, I, no, so- I think I think that David Tennant, I could I could see him being one of my favorites, honestly. I, I, there was one part that I really liked with him, which is... Was it when he, like, sat down? Yeah, it was when he sat down. He just I got like really fed up with the with so the villain good. they were dealing with, and was like, "Go ahead, yeah, destroy the world, yeah, go I for it." Loved that part. Yeah, like I think he 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 like he, oh. do, he has the quirk. Mm-hmm. Ooh, sorry, mm-hmm. I just remembered Alonzi Alonso. I yeah, Alonzi Alonso. I actually hate him. Cringe. Uh, Ghostbusters. Very funny cringe. though that we sniped that on our fourth episode. I cannot fucking believe that we uh, <laughs> we sniped Alonzi Alonso. This is a big episode. We got Cybermen, Daleks, and Alonzi Alonzo. Alonzo and Torchwood and Torchwood. Oh yeah, Torchwood's here and Mickey is here. I still don't really know what the spinoff of Torchwood is, but yeah, I now I'm actually know very. What the I'm even Institute more confused is. about what the spinoff of Torchwood is because I didn't think it was. A, I thought it was like. The Doctor Who version of, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or some bullshit. But I I didn't remember Torchwood being, like, the Federal Bureau of Control, but English. Oh my god. I just realized. I took... So this is is an old memory of mine. Uh Uh-huh. 
So this is not something that I thought right now as I'm talking to you, but I am remembering having a moment where I learned that Torchwood was a Doctor Who spinoff, and I was like, I thought it was like a cowboy drama or something. Hmm. And I think that I was thinking of Deadwood. I probably it's possible, but is which Deadwood also a might not show? be a cowboy yeah, show. Yeah, I was going to say know. Deadwood could not be a cowboy show. We don't know. Uh, I guess we have <laughs> we to just jump don't ship. have the information. <laughs> Only uh, Cora knows. <laughs> we'll ask them at the end of the podcast is Deadwood a cowboy show <laughs> haven't Tony, seen it what do you guys you help think me out, Tony? and then nobody will respond <laughs> one of our listeners will be like no smiley face <laughs> um yeah but 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 as for david Tennant, um and and once again i i have to i have to i'm cringe but i'm free i i i can't see past 14 year old j-man in his room, in his cowboy race car bed, with his, with his, uh, with his, with his little Jordan propeller. Jordan did not have a cowboy race car bed. <laughs> with his little propeller beanie on at all times. Jordan did wear a cowboy propeller beanie. I wore a monocle according to you, you fucker. I, it was only because, I only said that because it was true. <laughs> trying to gaslight me into thinking I wore a monocle. You from, did. I, whatever. I have, um, I have photos of you wearing a monocle. That's not true. You I don't. Do. Anyways. There aren't Getty images. <laughs> Anyways, I just think he did a good job. I think he was quirky. I think, you know, barring some Alonzi Alonzo, <laughs> um, I think he sells the quirk well. I think he, 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 he like, he doesn't lean too hard into it. I think he just, it comes naturally for him. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's probably because David Tennant is like a, a good act, like a trained good actor. Like he's a good mm-hmm. actor by, by trade. He's like a Shakespeare boy, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are the best actors there are. Yeah, if you can do Shakespeare, you could be a quirky Tumblr guy. <laughs> <laughs> You've cleared the bar. Remember that part where where Patrick, the only harder role to play Patrick, than a Shakespearean role. Patrick Stewart's performance of the Onceler was just absolutely marvelous. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't get over it. I mean, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I, I liked it, and and uh, I didn't like when he wore the 3D glasses. I still don't remember what oh that's god about. i forgot about that shit it's like the snow globe of this episode yeah i was like, gonna say like do they about? all have like a silly item that they it's carry? actually really possible that they do because like one of them has a, <laughs> one of like the second doctor plays a, a flute apparently ah. so maybe they all it's like the teletubbies like like they all have their their like object of power <laughs> oh like the teletubbies yeah like the teletubbies like one of them has a purse and one of them has a yeah tinky winky had that purse poe had i think some kind of like laser scimitar yeah poe uh, uh one of them had the apple of eden that was lala lala had the apple of eden and dipsy had the ark of the dipsy had the president's nudes <laughs> dipsy <laughs> dipsy had the piss tape <laughs> dipsy has all the leverage he needs <laughs> Okay. Dipsy has political power. Yeah. Poe has, has a sword. The, Dipsy has the compromise. Okay, let's get started talking about Army of Ghosts. Um, they start the episode by spoiling that Rose dies. Which yeah, that was pretty shitty. Keep this, hashtag keep the secrets, am I right? Um, <laughs> Rose Tyler and the Doctor appear in the TARDIS on a playground. I'm, I'm sorry. I need to Uh-oh. immediately talk about something that I had Uh-oh. totally forgotten from my early Doctor Who watching memories. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was with the like colors and the bloom of these oh, seasons? Yeah. I everything is like so weirdly like it was fuzzy, weird, like, fuzzy and washed out. I don't know. Is it the like? I mean, what what 
this is from 2006. They had cameras yeah. back then. They, they did. The camera had long been invented at that point. I, I, I'm pretty sure this isn't hand drawn, <laughs> but I'm not sure. It looked really bad. It I, really I totally bad, forgot. But, I, but I as soon as I saw it, it, I was like, "Oh, it did used to look like that, huh?" I, no, I'm I'm sorry. I'm I I know that this is like I know that this is just because I'm like pilled. Um, on being, on, on like hating all TV shows now, but I just like when things look like this. I, I like when shows look bad now. And I, I know that it's not like a valid thought, but I'm like, hey, it looks bad. I like that. <laughs> it just, I mean, I like when things look bad too. This just didn't look bad in a way that I liked. Anyway. Oh, um, okay. So they get out, they get out of the, uh, they appear in the playground. Um, uh, they're there to visit, um, Jackie. So this is the part Rose's where. mom. Jackie is Rose's mom, and this is the part where, um, listeners who are bit longtime fans of our, our four episode long show would know that the joke that I would make here is that Rose would get out of the TARDIS and, 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 and she would say, there's only one companion this week. So she would say to herself, where are we? And then she would turn the other way and then she would say more importantly when are we but she Jackie, knows... like walks out of her apartment and says more importantly when are you yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately because they were specifically going to visit rose's mom i can't make that ju- i mean i can't report that fact so unfortunately this bit is already dead I like um, that uh, Rose walks into her mom's apartment and is like, oh, my God, Mom, it's so good to see you. Here's all of my laundry. Yeah, I thought that I thought that was funny. I think Rose is like 20 years old or, uh-huh. or, or so. Um, so it I makes feel like I remember her kind of being a failed daughter when I watched. Yeah, she, I mean, I think that Rose is like just kind of a like a hyper normie, just like regular old, just working class. Um I like that having a lot of money makes you a failed daughter. Doesn't know She's how a, to do laundry, buys bazillium in space markets. That's called being that's called being in your twenties, Sam. Early twenties. You don't unlock the secret of laundry until you hit like until I don't know. I still haven't figured it out. When did you start buying bazillium? Um that's none of your goddamn business. Okay. Listen, I, I'm not allowed to. Bazoolium. I'm not allowed to tell you where I get my bazoolium from. <laughs> well, Rose got some in a space market for her mom. Uh, yeah, and her mom says, "I've got a big surprise for you, Rose. Your dead grandfather is going to visit." And can you please inform me of what the grandpa's name is? Well, his name is Grandpa Prentice. This is a joke name that you would make on like jerking it when Lauren <laughs> gets a new boyfriend or something. You'd be like, "His name is Prentice." Like his name no, is Prentice Grentis. There's no fucking way that this is. A, this has to be a joke name. Like this has to be British people watching. Like ha ha ha, Prentice. What a funny. <laughs> I name have for a I guy. have heard the name Prentice before. I don't believe it. I can't. A, I think it is a British name. Okay, whatever. It's an old British name. And also, Rose informs us that Granddad Prentice died like 150 years ago, and there's no way he's alive. And she but thinks Rose, that her mom. Rose's gone... mom says yes, and here he is, and a weird, featureless, silvery Fuzzy. apparition just oh my walks God. into the kitchen out of thin air. Apparently, while Rose and the doctor were gone. Which I've never understood. Sorry to, I, I know we can't just sit here and like talk about the logistics of tri- time travel, but I don't understand why the doctor can't just take Rose, go on a hundred adventures. I guess he wants to keep her like chronologically I think cogent. I th- with if her your life. point is that it may, that like why, why, why don't they just come back at the same time when yeah. they left? I think it makes sense to be like, 
Yeah, well, yeah we've, we've yeah. been gone from Fair our enough. perspective for two weeks. Let's go back two weeks after we left. So in the time that Rose left with the Doctor, apparently ghosts have started showing up all over the world. I love that Jackie is like, yeah, it used to freak us the fuck out, but then we all just kind of decided no, it was they, pretty chill. People love it, and my I think one of my favorite parts of this episode... Um, well, okay, so before we see this, um, we... Is it they, the part where Rose walks onto the TARDIS and says... Well, they elected a ghost MP in Leeds. That was really funny. Uh, but no, uh, so before we see uh, anything like that, we, we first of all, we call this the midday ghost shift. It happens like clockwork. They know when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we see, like, a scientist guy somewhere in London pull a big, a giant comedy lever that says it, it, make ghosts happen on it's it. It's like you're watching a fucking Adam West Batman episode. Right. The lever and, just needs to be labeled ghost lever. Yeah, and and we see uh, this woman whose name is Yvonne Hartman, uh, uh, stolen from Death Stranding, by the way. Uh, pretty played, distra- <laughs> yeah, played by, played by uh, Tracy Ann Oberman, who uh, I, I know her as the lady who I watched have her first sip of soda on What I Lie to You. Oh, that was her, and she yep. hated it. I can't believe they made her do that. That's <laughs> not really bad for her in that like, moment. I would, I, I would be so happy if I'd lived a life of never knowing what soda tastes like, and and it ruined, and they ruined that for her. Anyway, um, <laughs> she is a seems to be like the leader of the Torchwood Institute. Did you know that Torchwood is an anagram of Doctor Who? She's. She's at least like the boss of whatever operation yeah, we're seeing. She's in this like episode. the ghost ma- I think her her name text says Ghostmaster. Ghostmaster General, yeah. Uh so yeah, and they're like ghosts- sorry, sorry, they're doing like Doom where they're like using ghost portal energy to power to like generate electricity with the power of ghosts and the afterlife. Uh-huh. That is certainly not gonna go badly at all. No, um, this is the part I that. really enjoyed, where we cut to real TV shows being, like, doctored ha-ha-ha-ha. Not all real TV shows, but a few. A couple real TV shows in which there are ghosts in it now. Like, yeah, so there's, that's like... good shit. I like that. There's, like, uh, there's a British talk show lady named Trisha Goddard, who we see a segment on her show where a lady's like, I'm in love with the ghost! And then everyone applauds. <laughs> Uh, I feel like this segment was not as like politically horrific enough. They should have there should have been like all kinds of vile shit. I mean, going there was a this. super racist Japanese newscaster that that did fucking suck. Uh, there is uh, a part where like there are ghosts on EastEnders. And- yes. So okay, I, I'm I'm going to come back to the EastEnders one in a second because uh, I have some context for that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a few other things I want to mention. Uh, one the the British news guy says that people are starting to report that the ghosts are talking, talking which yeah. I don't think is true based on what the ghosts turn out to be. I would hope that it's not true. Uh, we see a weatherman reporting the ghost forecast with a map of the UK I, with little ghost icons. Was he the guy? He's like, oh, what's the guy? Oh, it's where he's like, and up in the Welsh place, a ghost no, storm I, coming. <laughs> As far as I could tell, this was not a real weatherman. This was just an actor, but... Uh, no, I'm just saying it would be funny if there were ghosts in the Welsh city with the really long name. Oh, that's yeah. that's it. That was the joke. Okay. Uh, there's there's also uh, uh, British psychic Derek Akora, who says, No one needs me anymore, which... Mm, 
There's a commercial for Ecto-Shine where this lady's like, my ghost was looking drab and gray, then I got Ecto-Shine. <laughs> uh, but I want to specifically talk about this EastEnders thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, one more. You didn't talk about the Ghost Watch. Ghost Watch. Ghost Watch is, a, is, a, is like a paranormal TV show. Oh, and, I think I missed this one. And and that's, yeah. And then, okay, yeah, EastEnders, please. Okay, so the EastEnders thing. Uh, so, it's a lady played by Barbara Windsor, uh, who is an actual EastEnders character, saying, for, if anyone doesn't know, EastEnders is a British soap opera, and, uh, she's, she's at her bar that I assume her character runs on the show, and she's like, Den Watts, you get out of here, I don't care if you came back from the dead, the only spirits I serve here are gin and whiskey! I thought that was very funny. And then they cut to his, like, weird silvery silhouette that she's yelling at. It's great. Uh, which does imply that, because the ghosts just appear, which implies right, they that they, like... they were scheduling this around ghost shift time, like, and then... Oh my god, one of the ghosts keeps popping up next to the bar. Let's just Let's film, film a scene with it when it comes up next. It's so funny. I was thinking the same thing. And uh, I, I appreciate... So, I, like... I want to say the context yeah. of this joke is that... At the time, around the time that this episode came out, the character of Den Watts had been killed off on the show because the actor was uh, jerking off on a webcam. Oh. So this was a very timely, like, tabloid-style joke. That is a very timely tabloid-style joke. Was the actor And now like... it's just confusing. Yeah, that is confusing. Um, I do like, like, I was, I was thinking, like, how do they get all these these TV shows to be part of this TV. And then I was like, oh wait, Doctor Who is like the TV show on BBC. So mm-hmm. it seems pretty pretty easy to get these other TV shows to be a part of this big bigger TV show. Uh-huh. Um, so so Jackie is like, she's like, oh, I can tell that this ghost is my dad because I can smell his cigarettes. You just have to make an effort to feel right. it. That's that was all. the shit of like, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. Hold on, you can't, you can't be like, you gotta, you gotta really go, you gotta really make yourself feel. You gotta really convince yourself, and then it's true. And then if, if I do that, it's true. And then, and then, uh, the doctor kind of points out, like, cause Rose is like, I don't smell any cigarettes, and the doctor's like, okay, something's up here, and clearly what's going on is that the more people believe that these are the ghosts of their dead loved ones, like, the stronger this, this, like, mass psychosis ghost incident thing is. Uh huh. It's gonna. Which, it's gonna get. In worse. the end, what we find out, and I guess we know this already with the Torchwood stuff, but like, people aren't pulling the ghosts in. It's just that as everyone kind of accepts that they like this and that these are their dead relatives and family members and stuff. I don't know why I said relatives and family members, but basically everyone just convinces themselves that this is good, and then they just stop thinking about why it's happening. <laughs> Can you remind me about when about this episode came out? 2006? Yeah, I actually, uh, I, I tricked you. You don't need to know the year because you, all you need to know is that, um, back at the Torchwood Institute, every single character is wearing gigantic Bluetooth earpieces oh, yeah. for the whole episode, sometimes two at a time, which is like that, like wearing two watches, one on each wrist and wearing two Bluetooth headsets, one in each ear. Those are like both incredible power moves to just show your pure professionalism status have you seen everything everywhere all at once i have not unfortunately oh my god it's so good it was all i could think about when i saw them wearing two bluetooth i do want to say uh 
they are all wearing one earpiece until a particular thing happens, and then they put on a second earpiece. To show that they are uh, cybernetic, I guess. I want to I want to say uh the doctor comes up with a metaphor that I thought was kind of interesting when Rose is like well if they're not people what what are the ghosts and the doctor says well you look at a footprint and it looks like the bottom of a boot but a footprint isn't a boot and I thought that was an interesting way of thinking about it and it From made his- me think from his from his unique perspective we have learned more about the nature of these ghosts about the nature of boots um so yeah we're back at torchwood tower um we meet a new character uh hartman from death stranding uh calls uh dr rajesh singh singh yeah rajesh i didn't catch his last name but yeah Rajesh. Uh, they call him rajesh um and over uh the triple blue tith headsets that they wear in all three of their ears um and she's like Oh, is it doing anything yet? And then he like looks over at this giant featureless sphere that's just kind of so sitting funny there. because he's just sitting there. He's like doing Sudoku and he's like, no boss, nothing's happening here. It's as boring as ever. And then we just cut to a gigantic, like 15 foot across floating black sphere in the air. He apparently got like the most advanced, like he said, you can detect the heat coming off of a single protozoa or something like that, but it will not detect any heat coming off of this, uh, this big, large floating sphere. Yeah. That is anything, in my room. any instrument they use just fails to measure anything that they basically all of their instruments show that there's nothing there at all but they're like i mean i can fucking see it it's a here giant was, and ball. The, the thing that really i did i it's did get slightly ball. bothered by a moment here because uh just in terms of like bad conveyance of what what was going on is after she hangs up and i believe requests that they send uh rajesh more like fun activities to keep him busy <laughs> can i can i get like a workbook or something yeah <laughs> can i get some crosswords or maybe like a lego um one go- Lego, please. He goes he goes up to the big sphere and tries to touch it and like I I don't I couldn't figure out like what like it was pushing. It looked like his- he got zapped. Yeah, like his hand doesn't make contact and it makes a sound and I couldn't tell if it was like heat or or a force field or a I don't know, but he can't yeah, touch it. I the assumed sphere. I assumed it was like some kind of force field. Yeah. That's yeah, that's just a uh, guess. There's time two for, other time for, Torchwood employees time for, named Time for like sex comedy, I guess. <laughs> it's it's uh adiola and gareth who are like flirting with each other on instant messenger the adiola sends gareth a message just like this is so boring haha i'm and then he's, so and then bored and then gareth is like haha yawn winky face haha bored haha wink ding ha and then and then he says like do you want to <laughs> do you want to get split in half <laughs> by like, a robot by a robot okay this part fucking killed me because here's the sequence of events they're flirting via slack um or whatever 2006 slack was um, it looks like fucking msn yeah Messenger. it's like yeah and then sh- they're they're like they're gonna go like make out uh, and and also Smoke, oh, please just a little no Never. Um, and, and then there's a moment, a funny moment where they leave and, uh, and Hartman is like, we all know that these two are fucking right. And then everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone laughs and Okay. Claps. So they go out into the hallway. They see this like plastic, like this tarp or whatever you'd call it, like this, uh, 
like, like section plastic of, sheeting. Yeah, sheeting on this, uh, like separating some under construction building. Which, by the way, we know that there's a big wiggly tentacle in there. We've already seen this, and it shouldn't have been padlocked. <laughs> um, but it's That's great the only because, thing that ever is behind some sheeting. So Gareth walks in, and then he like stops talking, and and uh, Adiola like follows him, and is going, and and it starts out like funny music and like sexy music. Yeah, she's then, like Gareth, Gareth, come back, I want to do the sex at you, and then like he's not responding, and the it slowly turns sinister. And then, you know, me as a viewer, uh, you know, I'm genuinely getting kind of like, oh, something's going to jump out or something freaky is going to happen. Um, there's going to be a big scary monster. And as she keeps going and going towards and further, further, further through the plastic sheeting, and then she like slowly walks around a corner and then a Cyberman is there. Remember the 60s? Literally the least scary. Um, <laughs> I don't know if a Dalek is, which is scarier, a Dalek or a Cyberman? I think the Dalek are scarier. I they think also so. look stupider, but they are also scarier. I 100% agree. The, the, there is nothing, like, there. this is a reverse jump scare. It just made me laugh. I was like, what the fuck? Also, what happened to Gareth? Because I thought he got got, but I don't think he did. He got eaten. He I didn't, because didn't we see him later and he was normal? Well, or was that a similar looking white man? No, 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 no. You, I think you misunderstood what was going on. Okay. They're getting brain control. I know they're getting brain control, but, oh, I guess the brain control just wasn't on yet when we saw him the or second are you, time. Are you confused because there's another guy who is Matt? I think I was mixing Gareth up with Matt. Anyway, they both get got by the funny, the funny Cyberman. And if you are, uh, if you're unfamiliar with Doctor Who, if you're just a listener, which I'm sure some people are, the Cybermen are just like, Next to the, like, that one 1960s robot that showed up in Columbo and a couple other uh, movies and TV shows, the Cyberman is, like, just the most 1960s silly it looks robot. Like, it looks like a generic robot toy that would be on Josh Traeger's bed. Right, right. I mean, it, on his, uh, on his, on his, uh, his, his desk. Yeah, his desk. Um, uh, and, and... This I think uh, I think Troy Bolton had one of these in his treehouse in High School Musical three. Yeah, I want to make a joke, but I can't make it. So just remind me later to make the joke. I have a I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah. And don't don't give me the answer if you have the answer. Yeah, you both of you to assume that I remember details about Doctor Who. Well, you don't know what the question is yet. Asshole. Okay, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> don't need to be so hostile. Lauren mentioned to me that there is an actor in this episode who is just a nobody role in this episode, but who will come back and play a much larger, different role in the future. I'm just curious, yes or no, did you see anyone who stood out to you as like, wait a minute, Um, isn't that so-and-so? I saw a character in this episode who didn't do much in this episode, but has done much in other episodes and plays a bigger role later. But he is... he. This character has been present in the show and has done things. I assume that you're talking about, quote-unquote, Samuel. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I will say, I did, when I saw him, I was like, oh, hey, I remember him. Yeah, I was uh, very happy to see him as well, but I don't know who else... I don't yeah, know who I else don't know. Is. Lauren didn't tell me. Yeah. Uh, I don't so know if that's... Yeah. Apparently there's an extra in this who I, I think Lauren said will be a companion later. Really? I didn't recognize any... I, I I should recognize the companions, and I didn't see anyone, but I could have missed it. I, if I, anyone knows, yeah. post in our Dr. Huh channel in Discord, yes. Just post yes, and we'll know that you know. Um. Okay, so Cyberman, uh, uh, Bluetooth headset-related horror... Ah! Ah! 
Um, I, I love I love what what we're not seeing is that the Cyberman goes Wah! and then he like sprays you with sparks or something and then he gives you another Bluetooth. <laughs> Here, take this. And then you walk back to the office. Go back to work. <laughs> Thanks, boss. This is where Rose Rose like walks into the TARDIS of the newspaper and she's like, "Well, Leeds fucked it." <laughs> There's a ghost in Parliament How now. How did that happen? They didn't even know what the name of the ghost was. I want to see the debate see, where it's yeah. like, uh, my opponent is glittery and gray. Uh, Senator, uh, uh, Mr. Ghost, any comment? They, they don't do that, but they should. It would have been much better <laughs> if they had, had gone. Yeah, I mean, it would... It, it was already a landslide, so I don't know how you would win harder, but they would have won harder. Well, it was just because the uh, the other the other candidate was Labour Party, and they just got absolutely demolished. Actually, well, this is 2006. I don't know the state of British politics in 2006. I think Labour... No, I'm... Don't Why go would for I guess? it. Don't go for it. Don't Why go would for I guess? it. Don't try it. Um, okay, this part's cringe. Um, oh, yeah, this part sucked. This part sucked so bad. Um, the doctor... Starts singing the Ghostbusters theme song, and then Rose joins He does in. a dumb voice, and he's like, who are you gonna call? He's like David Tennant trying to do an American-style voice. It sucked. I hated it. And But he's getting, like, his ghost hunting equipment. Like, he's got... I mean, he looks kind of like he's got a proton pack on. And they're right, setting up, like, they, traffic I mean, they codes. specifically... They, they gave him a backpack, even though that backpack is not used when he does the thing that he does next. Um, and in the meantime, like, th- this was one thing I actually liked about Rose this episode, is because she's been at this for two seasons, she's very well-traveled and knowledgeable of things. Um, yeah, you definitely got a sense that she was, like, familiar with all of the systems and was, right. like, she was, she was, like, kind of on his level. In yeah, a way that, that was, I mean, really seen I mean, I think to, more so than any episode we've seen, besides, I guess, Dan the Man killing, like, f- seven adversaries <laughs> rose was very much playing an active role in a lot of the uh in some of the events of this 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 week which i, I liked um but but she didn't kill anyone with a sword so worst companion ever zero out i mean of ten. i'm not look i'll say this she helped set up some cones on the ground i would say other than that she didn't really do anything important or well she tried and as we know on dr huh uh effort is everything she tried very <laughs> that's hard. So, that's with so that. true. She tried so hard. She tried so hard with the psychic. Oh no! Paper. Now this has become a multi-episode running joke, uh-huh. and I have to keep it up for the rest of the podcast. Yep. Um, okay, so they set up cones, um, and they're going to trap a ghost uh, to like triangulate where the ghosts are coming from. It makes sense. Sure. Yeah, fine. Whatever. Then, uh, we just then, need to accept this about Doctor Who: is they are going to tell us that he's doing something, and we just have to go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Right. Sure. Sure. I guess. Uh, I guess you're doing that. So the ghost shift happens. Which I, I uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Does that mean that the, doesn't it happen once a day, or did they say midday ghost shift as as if there's like several ghost shifts every day? Whatever. I'm. It sounds. It like sounds like it there happens multiple times several times throughout the day. So the ghost gets trapped. Um. Torchwood people pick up on Although this. Although, I mean, there might have been a passage of time because yeah. because Rose has now received a newspaper. Yeah, Rose received a newspaper and it says, extra, extra, it's been three years since Rose Tyler <laughs> got back. Um, Ten years on and the ghosts are just getting cooler. <laughs> Sorry about your mom, Rose. Rest in peace. <laughs> now there's two Apprentice ghosts. is even more dead now. <laughs> 
Um, but when they trap the ghost, somehow the, the folks at Torchwood Tower, like, figure that out. And they go to hack into the... Well, they don't, they don't no, hack no, no, in. They no, have no, access no, 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 no. to the... And it works. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever they did, it works, and there you go. No, this I was saying Adiola that... No, 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 back no, no. Into the I want to specify... Say, Sorry, we're late. Listen. Listen. I want to specify. It's important. The thing that the doctor does works. What Torchwood people do is that they they access the CCTV at the park where where the spike of energy is coming from. And oh, they you're see right. The I doctor. forgot that they they not only did they pinpoint the exact address where one of the ghosts was being trapped, but they had a fucking security camera to watch the TARDIS on. I mean, correct me. I mean, to me. I can suspend my disbelief with what we are told Torchwood, the kinds of things that Torchwood has been up to, that they would be able to do this if they wanted it. Um, anyway, I, I don't I, question them having access to the to the security camera. It's just very convenient. That, I mean, I wasn't even going to talk about this at all, but it, it is very convenient that they are able to pinpoint the exact address. What um, they they go, I do by, wanna, they go by postal I want to go code. back really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to take it back to that scene in the church. Yeah. I'm glad that we're bringing that up all this time later. Uh, for anyone just joining us, that no. is like a four-year-old Jurgenit reference. It's so, yeah. That was like episode 10. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I still remember the episode's called Woman on the Verge, if you want to listen to it. It's probably bad, but... <laughs> yeah, don't listen to Jurgenit. Fools. Do. No. It's probably good. Yeah, it's um, I, I totally forgot to mention the the fucking part where where Adiola is looking for Gareth in the in the plastic room... And the she, fucking lab from Taskmaster. <laughs> and she she looks and she sees a hazy silhouette that is clearly a robot it's head. It's so clearly like, a, a Cyberman. Have you seen my coworker? She walks into the lab. There's a, a letter on the ground. It says, put this Bluetooth earset in. Fastest wind. Your time starts now. And she's just like, well, I mean, I got to do it. I mean, I have to win. I got to get five points. Yeah, ah, so my she brain. and Gareth are... She and Gareth are back in the office. They've been Cybermaned. I'm not uh, done talking about the CCTV bit yet. I want to say something. Keep interrupting oh, me. Shut the sorry, fuck up. Sorry, I thought that... No words. Stop talking for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Wait. No, you're... No, you're... Sorry. The reason that this is confused is because you've skipped, like, five paragraphs of my notes. Oh, you're you're totally right. I was just thinking about... <laughs> I was just wanted to talk about um, a funny thing. But, okay, go ahead. Uh... I think the only no, there, okay, there is some stuff to talk about here. Uh, it is worth mentioning that when they turn the ghost shift lever on, uh, that Adiola and Gareth's Bluetooth earpieces start like beeping faster and faster and faster. Is this like when you come out into the office wearing two Bluetooth earpieces, like looking your, cool? Yeah, do your coworkers go, "Damn, damn, You're so- did you get promoted?" <laughs> The more, the higher level, the level, the more Bluetooth heads. Yvonne in. walks in and she's like dragging her head on I the don't ground know. because it's weighted down with earpieces. I'm not like a horror movie person, but I did see that Cronenberg movie, the trailer where the guy has the ears all over him. That guy could fit so many Bluetooth headsets. Oh in. man, that, that guy be, that's is like the moving CEO. on up at Torchwood. Institute. So powerful. He could, <laughs> yeah, you know, get ears for the job that you want, not the job that you have. <laughs> 
So, okay. Um, Jackie is in the TARDIS complaining about how much she hates, uh, all of the things about her daughter. Um, and, and this I is think- weird because when, when they show up, she's like, oh my god, it's so good. She like kisses the doctor on the lips like eight times. Well, then she realizes, then, like, she's talking to Rose, and she realizes that, like, the person that she's talking to is not the same as the Rose that she knew before, because she's mm. going to buy Bozulium. And she says, like, okay, so you're going to, like, time travel for what, for how long? And Rose is like, oh, I was thinking, like, for the rest of my life. Probably forever, Probably yeah. forever. And then she's forever like, will do. well, when you decide that you don't want to do it anymore, you're going to come back and, I mean, okay, let's just say that telling your daughter that she's going to not be Rose Tyler anymore is a pretty fucked up thing to say to your child. I also, I got the sense that the reason that Jackie, like, like, turned on this whole thing was because they said specifically that, that Rose was like, mom, that's not grandpa. That's I an hate, alien. Let me believe. Let me believe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is where they, they turn the power on. We should mention that Yvonne puts on sunglasses. So cool. And like looks at a bit. Well, I mean, it was really cool. I, I'm mentioning it specifically because there's a big white wall that yeah. glows really bright when they turn the power on. Future so bright, it gotta wear shades. Yes. Um, at the, in the meantime, the ghost appears, gets caught in the cones. In like a pyramid laser barrier of cones. This is where he puts on his stupid yeah, 3D glasses. He puts glasses on his stupid 3D reason. glasses. And, uh, you know, I could go on the wiki and click the link to 3D glasses. And it will, one of two things will happen. It will either say, the 3D glasses are a doctor's spectromagnetic vision machine disguises. Or, or it'll, it'll be, be like, like Harry Potter wiki. Yeah, it'll be like, 3D glasses, 3D glasses are, are a pair of glasses tree. that are used to, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, he's like, where did you come from? He goes to Eccleston mode. Where did you come from? I don't get that reference. Eccleston yeah. yells a lot. I thought you knew that. I don't get that reference. I thought yeah. you knew that he yelled. Okay. Uh, no, he, he's just like, let's see where this ghost is from. Now you listen here, you little prick. <laughs> he starts waterboarding the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go to the water park. It's like, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like the ghost like starts like flailing and he like hates swiping it. at the doctor he hates and, the, it so much. and the doctor's like, "Ah, not such a nice little ghost now, are you?" He's he's been waiting his entire millennia's long life to say you've been a bad little ghosty or whatever he said. <laughs> whatever the fuck he says. Yeah, whatever zany shit he says. Yeah, so this is where they pull up the uh, right the Google Maps, and when they pull up the Google Map, when they pull up like Look Maps or whatever off-brand shit, um, uh, Look at Earth Map Adventure Map, ad- yeah, <laughs> BurglarBuddies.net. Um, they it my theory, and I I, I got to be honest that this is my real theory was that in an effort to summon Doctor the Doctor. That the Torchwood incident, like uh, Institute, was making ghosts happen because they knew oh. that if they made a scene big enough, like all the Earth getting taken over by ghosts, that the Doctor would show up and they could get him. Uh, that's not that's what it interesting. Is, but... I, yeah, it does turn out it was just like a lucky coincidence. But yeah, they do kind of make it seem like that because th- they see the TARDIS and she's like, "Yes, they wanted." And, this and we so go to Rajesh tell... and he's like, "We've got it." Yeah, they can yeah. tell they wanted this very badly. Um, yeah, it turns out it's unrelated, but it's unrelated, they have but been it is kind of yeah, it's like unrelated to the ghost, but it's not related. It's very related to Torchwood. Um, yes, which I think was fun. Um, so the so the Doctor and Rose, and also Jackie, they took Jackie here, which I think was a little bit irresponsible. Well, but the Doctor didn't realize that Jackie was still in the TARDIS right. because he just, he just runs into the TARDIS and he's like, 
Alonzi, 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 Alonzi. I should say Alonzi more often. Alonzi, Alonzi. What you if there was an Alonzo? I'd call. I'd say Alonzi, Alonzo. Ha, Sam, ha, I have ha, to ha. ask you a question. Um, yeah. Do you think that the Doctor will ever meet a character? I'm, I'm a very genuine question. Do you think the Doctor will ever meet a character named Alonzo and say Alonzi, Alonzo? Because I thought it was going to happen in this episode, and it didn't. So what do you? <laughs> what do you? I was like, surely that's later in the episode. Um, so I do, we know that he's going to be around. I mean, he gets three series, he right? He gets three series, yeah. So so do you think I any think time that, in season three he will meet a guy named Alonzo and say, I Alonzi, think that in Alonzo. season three there's going to be an episode where he says, he meets a guy named Alonzo, he looks excited, and then at some point in the episode he will say, Alonzi, Alonzo, always wanted to say that. Okay, interesting, interesting, do, uh, noted. Uh so they show up at Torchwood. Uh, they there are one hundred men with guns pointing guns at the Doctor for no reason. It turns no out no reason, absolutely because not. he gets out of the TARDIS and they literally all start applauding. They love it. Why did they do that? <laughs> they applaud him three times in a row. It's literally the I, most, here. I have it in my notes. It's okay, the most they, fucking Donald Trump ass moment I ever seen. They they get off the TARDIS and and Yvonne claps for him and all the guards start clapping too. And I would, I thought that they were, that they were like, oh, she wants us to clap. I guess we'll clap. But no, they are like smiling they so big. They are so big. excited to see him. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations. So, yeah, Greyjoy. They're applauding for the doctor. <laughs> Widow's whale! Widow's whale! Yeah, Greyjoy! Uh, they are applauding for the doctor. Uh, and they stop clapping and the doctor says, uh, Hi, I'm the doctor. And they start applauding again. He said, the, say the line. Alonzi, Alonzo. They stop applauding. Yay. And Yvonne says, if it wasn't for you, none of us would be here right now. And then they all applaud him a third they time. They are so, I mean, this made me think that, the that because once again, I forgot most of the show. Um, this made me think that maybe there was some kind of Doctor Who canonical fan club. Uh, but I'm sure there would <laughs> never be an episode about something like that. Well, Yvonne will explain what she meant by we wouldn't be here if it weren't for you, and it's fucking hysterical. It's but so I, funny. I, I do also want to say uh, that the Doctor, as he's getting off the TARDIS, Rose is like, don't do it, don't do it, they all have guns. And I did like the Doctor's line here where he's like, yeah, well, I don't, which means I'm a better person, so they I, might shoot me dead, that but was, I will still have the moral high That ground. was so funny. Like, genuinely got a, a, a laugh out of me. It's just it's a good line. It, I think, I think Tenet, I think Tenet from the, who we've seen, he's also the funny, like, he's, he's actually got good comic delivery, which I, I, I think, yeah, I think he does. Uh, so Yvonne then is like, but don't 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 act like you're here alone. We know, you know that you, you got always a travel with a companion. Where's your companion? And he pulls out he pulls out um he pulls out Jackie. Jackie and then Jackie. So Jackie says she says, "Where are we?" And more importantly, when are we? And they go, "Yes, this is your companion. That's true." Uh, he introduces her though. Again. He says, "This is my companion, Rose Tyler." The other day, she looked into a time vortex and aged fifty-seven years. That's so mean, <laughs> which is very mean because she is nowhere she's near like, that. Old. She's extremely in her forties. <laughs> he is claiming that she is. To be fair, if I can, if I can give this incredibly mean man a tiny shred of uh, benefit of the doubt, he is an immortal time being. It might be that he, he, his grasp of human aging is not so good, but he also knows fair about enough. like British culture. So I don't think that's true. He knows about like fish and chips and and cricket. So now, 
why do we think he did this? Was it so that Rose could? I think so. I think he. Free to look I around, think he I guess. knew that like Rose would be the more qualified person to be left alone in the TARDIS, and it would be better. That's to true. Actually, have, the last yeah. thing he would want to do is leave Rose's mom alone in the TARDIS as Torchwood. <laughs> I mean, okay, there off. was a. For the record, we we skipped over this, but when he uh, there's a really great scene that I like. Speaking of you uh, saying that Rose didn't do shit in this episode. Uh, we see Rose working the TARDIS in this episode. I mean, by the Doctor's instructions. No, that was that was what I was counting as the only thing that she does in this episode. Oh, fair enough. But but there's a very funny moment where so he's like giving her instructions and she's like repeating it to herself so she doesn't forget. And then he, and then he says like press the blue button press press the button and he says she says this button. No, you've just killed us all. Um, so there are buttons on the TARDIS that that do kill you if you <laughs> press it. So I do, I wouldn't want Jackie to be on it. <laughs> That's true. Jackie doesn't know which are the kill us buttons. Why does the button have a kill? Why does the TARDIS have a kill us all button? I guess it's just it's a trick that the master left in Time Flight. Um, so yeah, uh, Rose is going to be left behind the TARDIS. Um, I do like for that the Doctor as he's he's explaining who Jackie is, or I mean, he's claiming that it's an old Rose who fucked up her brain with time vortex poison or whatever the fuck. <laughs> He basically says, like, yeah, to be honest, she kind of sucks. You can have her if He's you so want. He's so mean to her. I can't, I can't, I cannot, I simply cannot stand in this moment. He's being so mean to Jackie. And I, I couldn't figure out why he was doing it. I guess just because he's annoyed at her for for the ghost stuff. I guess so. Or maybe he's annoyed that she, he forgot that she was in the TARDIS. Like, it's not, obviously, he knew he, she was in there earlier. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, ah, yes, I see. I see where I was confused. I, I, I've, I've looked ahead, and I, I, there are, there was another white man who I mixed up with, with, uh, with the, and pre- his name was David Tennant. <laughs> so, so what was, what was, why did the, uh, I, I really didn't get why Gareth came out of the TARDIS. What was up with that? Wait, that wasn't me, I, Sam. You were in this episode. So, uh, we learn a little bit about the Torchwood Institute. Uh, they have what, what the doctor refers to as a J- Jatha sun glider or something. This must be from another. Okay. I have to, I have to point and laugh at myself in the mirror. Cause last week I made, we, uh-huh. we made a joke about like, what if everything that they said was like a we're, callback to another episode? Right, we're going to see Dan go to Spirit Halloween and Literally, buy a pirate costume. Like this entire episode is all seemingly, I mean, the thing about Queen Victoria and the werewolf has to be, that it's can't gone. be an anecdote. That has it to, has be, a to be an episode. episode but from, yeah, the, the Jotha yeah. sun glider that they shot down. This has to be all old stuff. She mentions that Torchwood was behind the destruction of the, the Psychorax or something on yeah. Christmas Day, she says. And she explains their motto is, if it's alien, it's ours. Literally, and she says like, that they work for the British Empire, this, which officially doesn't exist right now. But she thinks that it will again This someday. organization is like, it's literally like, what if the Federal Bureau of Control was, like, just racist? <laughs> like, extra racist for no reason? Like, wh- <laughs> like, why is it so, why are they like this? Like, I don't know a lot about the British government, but I don't think the rest of the British government is, like, secretly trying to restore the British Empire using, like, like the implications are so wretched. I hate it. Um, yes. Uh, and there's but... a part later, not to, like, get ahead, there's a part later where, where uh, Hartman is, like, she refuses to use metric measurements. And she's like, we don't really use metric. We call that yeah. we call that the fucking European Union slave collar that holds us all down. Like, like, what is wrong? Like, why, why are you like this? I did think this was interesting, though, from the perspective of 
We basically learned that this is an organization that Queen Victoria personally founded. After meeting the the doctor. The fact that they were founded in the 19th century and that they have been like a super secret underground organization all these years that they would that they would just like be sort of stuck in the past in terms of like who should be in power. I did think it was actually pretty interesting. That is pretty interesting. I know, I need to understand how uh fucking uh what's that guy's name? I can't think of the name. Who's that actor? Jack. You're going to have to give me anything else. Uh I need to know how like John Barrowman Jack Harkness becomes like the president of this evil organization in a in a like sexy HBO TV show where they like have sex. <laughs> like when does that happen? So Oh, I just want to know when Torchwood oh. becomes very, very sexual. Like, when does that happen? I mean, it's already, <laughs> like, I guess it's already sexual because of what's going on in the BBC, background. can you generate yeah. a sexual Torchwood? <laughs> can you make a sexual Torchwood for adults? Because this show is for babies, and I need a show that's a bit more mature so I can... T- so I this can- ain't your son's Torchwood. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, okay. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to say, I want to yeah. say, Yvonne Hartman... Uh, who I like that I have taken to calling her exclusively Yvonne, and you are calling her exclusively Hartman. Uh, hopefully not making it confusing for anybody. <laughs> she, there's a little moment here where she shows off, like, some guy, like, walks by with a particle gun or whatever, and she's like, ah, oh, uh, keep up the good work. Oh, there's, like, uh, a thing that helps Toby. you. Yeah. Oh, because she's like, I'm gonna, I know everyone's names. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a people person. I know everyone by name. And he's like, oh, is there anyone here named Alonzo? And she's like, no, why? And he's like, no reason. Uh, I was so sure that that was gonna be, like, uh, that that was setting something up later when Rose is sneaking around in a stolen uniform. But it doesn't fucking come up again, which means that they only did that for a fucking Alonzo callback, which is really disappointing to me. I also think it was trying to characterize Yvonne, uh, and I, you have to call her Hartman, um, uh, as, like, this evil villain, but also she's, she's like a Hank Scorpio type person. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, she's, she's like, very, havoc. very warm and smiley, yeah. but you know that as she's soon so as evil. anything goes wrong, she's gonna scream at you and throw a stapler at your head. Right. Um, in the oh, meantime, sorry, that's Amy Klobuchar. Oh, okay. also, um, <laughs> also, um, there's a part where, like, they, she's showing off all the technology, and there's one that's like, this will help you lift Heavy Lord. And then, and then Jackie's <laughs> like, this would help me with the groceries, and she says, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, she's like, this is for us. <laughs> Not for you. In the meantime, Adiola is back on her old tricks, l- luring another uh, generic white man into yeah, this the one is uh, Matt. Matt into the Taskmaster lab, uh, where he also gets uh, the Cyberman puts a Bluetooth headset and promotes him. This is the one where uh, we're actually skipping ahead a little because it keeps cutting back. But this is the one where we we see like she like watches stoically as he walks through the plastic and we just see like a big spray of sparks what and we was just happening like, there <gasps> we know we know what's going on in that cranium so why is it like where's the sparks coming from are they welding the bluetooth headset together are they manufacturing it he in-house? just happens to have a metal skull oh, okay he has the plate yeah they had to drill through uh, it somewhere in here rose is in the tardis looking for the she gets the psychic paper yeah. uh Yvonne hartman tells the doctor uh the reason that he's never heard of them uh which i think this i was wondering about that if he knew who they were this is where we find out that no he does not know who they are 
Uh, she says there's a reason for that, because you were actually named as an enemy of the crown in the Torchwood Foundation Charter of 1879. And then he says, wait a minute, Torchwood, 1879? Isn't Torchwood the place in Scotland where I encountered Queen Victoria and a werewolf in 1879? <laughs> yeah, that out of context, that line is very funny. But then I was like, oh, this just is an episode from earlier in the I season. I know, but Surely yeah, and then... Or we learned that the queen season, came away from whatever interaction that was and was like, oh, fuck, and See, founded the <laughs> the anti-alien institute. It would be really funny if it was this was like Matt Smith, doctor, who did this, and he was like, bibbly hibbly bibbly doo and she's like, fuck this guy. This is fucked. This is my enemy. We need a thing for this. I don't know. I just can't get enough of this doctor. Uh, so... <laughs> This was a, a very goofy part is where he's like, oh, I'm a prisoner, aren't I? And she's like, yes. Yeah, you are. And then they like That's wheel right. his TARDIS away, which I'm surprised and you can lift the TARDIS. Like you can pick it up off the ground. That kind yeah. of shot. He does me. mention good fucking luck getting in it. Yeah. Uh, like, can you tip the TARDIS? Where... Like, wait, can you tip the TARDIS over on its side if you push it? I would assume so. I want to see that. I want to see what happens when you do that. I'm going to do it. Probably nothing in particular. I'm going to do it right now. Okay, uh, so Yvonne brings him into this room, and she's like, okay, so, and it cuts to show the giant sphere, and she's like, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> I love that, because I do like the show selling that being in a room with a giant featureless sphere that is clearly there, but is also, like, scientifically not there would be very confusing and disorienting to your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then- I like, yeah, Jackie is like, what is this, like, she says, like, it... It, like, makes me want to, like, run away and not look at it. The She's doctor... Like, yeah, yeah. do that. So the doctor is like, this is impossible. This isn't... No, no, no. This is... He puts on a three glasses. Yeah, he puts on three. And he goes, okay, this is a void ship. And then he explains that this ship can travel in between dimensions in the void. Mm-hmm. And there's... And it's just like... And then he says, like, the Time Lord's called the Void, but the Eternals, I don't know, from Marvel, I guess, call it the Howling. Uh, Kingo and, and Bungo call it the Howling. Yeah. Angelina Jolie calls it hell. Uh, that was why did you why did why did they say that? That made no sense. That doesn't seem like that doesn't seem like it makes any sense that they would call this place hell. I should have called so? it purgatory or something if they were gonna do it, which they didn't need to. Yeah, I, I guess I see what you mean. Uh, but yeah, so Rajesh asks asks why anyone would go to the space between dimensions, and he says uh, just just a way to escape from creation, I guess. Uh, it's really antisocial. Just wants some and Yvonne reveals that after the sphere arrived, the ghosts started showing up. Yeah, it was like a ghost, a sphere, then ghosts kind of deal. Classic. This is where uh, I have in my notes, Rose gets out of the TARDIS and grabs a lab coat off of a table and puts it on. And I, I wrote, careful, Rose. Yvonne is a people person. She's going to know that you're not. But no, that's not. That It it, has, it just doesn't come she, up. She's like, so I, I was, your, I was actually pretty name? sad about that. And then that. she goes. I'm Alonzo. And she says, there's no Alonzo here. <laughs> I was just, just thinking about it earlier. Just, that's so weird. And we were just talking with the doctor about this. How crazy is that? Um, okay. Uh, they they want to get into the sphere. And the, the doctor's like, no, you don't. You don't want to get, the sphere is very bad. Let's not do yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, 
So she shows him to the big white wall. Oh, and right. She... They built a skyscraper in order to get up here. And it's a real skyscraper. And you see, like, like fucking archival footage of it from the outside that's very clearly not shot with the same camera as the rest of the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, she says, um, and I hate to say this. Mm. She says, big fat load of A little cum. bit of disco Elysium plagiarism. Oh, no. What are you going to say? I'm saying, and I'm not going to get into it. Oh, I see what you're, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down here. If, mm-hmm. if you know, you know, yeah. I think that Disco Elysium may or may not have plagiarized nah, this. I don't think, bit. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But anyway, so what, what she says is that they, they were detecting on their radars that there was this mysterious black spot 600 feet in the air above London. So they built a skyscraper so that they could, basically have this thing be inside of a building uh and the doctor is like now hold on you're telling me that you found a hole in the universe and you thought that what you should do is tear it open <laughs> this is a and good idea. just like yeah you don't get it if we open this and all the energy comes out we don't have to be in Iraq. She is literally like, like I, this is the most racist woman in the world. Like I hate this woman and I hate everything that she says. And she's just like, we won't be dependent on the Middle East anymore. If we can get the ghosts. Right. To why take not just be world. like this, at, at least just say just like, like, this is an unlimited source yeah, of free of energy. Free energy. <laughs> like we're, you know, no emissions, climate, we will have solved climate change. No, it's, it's, uh, I mean, two, it was global yeah. warming global, at the time. Right, right, right. Global warming. Sorry. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. I love, uh, uh, what the doctor does here because he's like, let me put the, let me, let me explain to you what you're doing. And he just like breaks, like slams his screwdriver against her like glass office. This is what I'm telling you. I like that. I like that. He's kind of like belligerent. Like he's, he's just kind of mean to people, which I enjoy. Yeah. So he basically says like, you see the center of the cracked glass here. That's the, the breach. And you just keep thwapping it with my screwdriver which shatters everything around it and the ghosts are crawling through those cracks that you've created and if you keep fucking opening it and he just like he just destroys her window i loved that um <laughs> and then and then this is this is my favorite part and then she's like don't worry we'll be careful and then he's the, like, oh, okay great. and then yeah she's like all right well we're going to do it anyway start the ghost shift and this is when he literally just like pulls up a chair and sits down he's like all right all right yep yeah, whatever i don't care yeah, he's like, yeah, great. No, you know what you're doing. It was, uh, yeah, it go was ahead. very funny. Yep, yep, I liked yep, yep. it. Yeah. Uh, I think he even he even is like, yeah, come on, come on, Rose, pull up a chair. <laughs> anyone anyone make us make us some tea? We can watch. Yeah. We can watch you destroy the universe. I just love how fucking petty he's being about what yeah, about someone being about to destroy <laughs> Earth or something. Yeah, I liked it. I liked That's it. Very funny. Uh, so yeah, they go to they go to restart the uh they go to start the ghost cheer, uh, ghost shift, and then, uh, but right when she counts down to one, she's like, "Okay, actually, no, we probably shouldn't do this." Uh, but unfortunately, uh, through the power of Bluetooth, double Bluetooth, double tooth, as I like to call it, um, the all the mind jacked employees are like, "Nah," and they started anyway. Yeah. Uh, this is this is a fun part. I because I this is something that I don't really know much about from Doctor Who, but I like where we go to Rose, mm-hmm. who she follows another lab coatman into a lab, and she uses her psychic paper as a security badge for the scanner, 
And she goes in, and Rajesh is in there, and it's the sphere room. And he's like, oh, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, uh, personnel sent me to check on the prisoner. And she hands him the psychic paper, and he's like, nice try. Everyone at Torchwood has psychic training, and I can see that this is just a blank piece of paper. I want to know what psychic training is like. What could they possibly do? Uh, Play XCOM, and you'll finally understand. Okay, no, I'm not doing that. Guess I'll never get it. Um... (laughs) Uh, he calls for security and says, okay, we're going to kill you now. And then, um, in the background, uh, he calls for his lab assistant, Samuel, and, uh... And he says, Samuel, can you check the locks? And Samuel turns around and looks at Rose and makes eye contact and does a shushing gesture and then gives her a double thumbs up. I fucking love it. And I was so excited. I did not expect to see, uh, Mickey in this episode. I was very excited. Yes, I, I, I did. I did recognize him as Mickey from the Ecclesome. Uh, two things about Mickey. Number one, I, uh, this show absolutely broke my brain and I could not for the life of me remember if his name was Mickey or Ricky. Uh, so good job, Dr. <laughs> v. You, you win. Uh, but it is Mickey. And I was very happy to see him because I do remember uh, this guy having quite an arc. Uh, and I, I, I was going to say I'm excited to watch it, but I, I won't get to watch it. Uh, <laughs> I won't ever. I'll just get to see maybe glimpses of it. Yeah, I do. I do remember him. I don't really remember much about him. And but he's the kind of guy that, in a life or death situation, gives a double thumbs up, and that's just—I mean, that's just—he's <laughs> one of the lads. Just like I want to see Dan the man and Mickey get together and just lad it the fuck up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So. This is where Rajesh calls Ivan on the video phone and is like, hey, there's an intruder in here. And Ivan, like, turns the laptop to the doctor and is like, do you know this girl? And he's like, no, nope, <laughs> never met fu- her. This is funny. And, and Ivan's like, cool, we'll kill her. And the doctor's like, well, Those okay, never try. mind. <laughs> we're the try. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so he says, that's actually Rose. This is her mom. Sorry, I lied. Ha ha. Uh, but yeah, the, the ghost shift... Uh, Oh, actually, no. Uh, the three Cybermanned employees did stop the ghost shift earlier, but now at this moment, they all, like, give each right. other robo looks, right, right. and they're like, reactivating ghost shift. Activating! Uh, and Yvonne is like, hey, don't. And they're like, yes. Um, this is the part, this was surprising. I mean, I, I understand, like, the, the, the logistics of it. This was surprising, though, because they start the ghost shift, um, and then the doctor, uh, pulls out his screwdriver and, like, turns off the headsets, and they all just drop dead. And I was like, damn. Yes, I, uh, I know they were probably already dead. Yeah, well, that's what that's what he, he says. He's like, they're dead. And Jackie's like, you, you killed, killed them? them? And he's like, no, no they, they they've already... been dead this whole time. And then he pulls out the... I mean, he just pulled out a, what was, seemed to be a perfectly it, normal it, Bluetooth. It, it's Yvonne does this, oh. and he tells her not to, but she does it anyway. I just don't... I It just seemed like a perfectly normal Bluetooth headset to me. Well, it is. It's that, got a that's big... That's the thing. It's got the big worm on it, like it always does. <laughs> right. Yeah, Yvonne pulls the ear t- the earpiece off, and there's a giant slimy worm Why was there sparks, him. though? What part of this process involved sparks? I'm telling you, his brain was made of metal. But it, pro- it, it goes in through your ear! Oh, oh, his brain was made... I thought you were saying his... You, earlier you said his skull was made of metal. No, oh, no, 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 no. His I'll... skull was made of metal. The worm had to drill through his skull. It doesn't have to drill through the skull to get to the brain, does it? I guess, I guess, I don't know. Sorry, are you asking if the skull is outside of the brain? No, I'm saying, but it goes in through the ear. Does the ear have holes that lead to the brain to get the, to, for the nerve to go through? Oh god, you know what? I think you are right, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. welcome to Ear Guessers. <laughs> 
Oh, that's a, an almost an equally old jerking it reference. Ball guessers. They're just uh, like flipping through a fucking scrapbook of old bits from four years ago. They're still referencing jerking it. Yep. I'll never stop. Nope. Uh, so, okay. Uh, the three of them are dead. Uh, Me too. So the doctor uh, says, like, oh, we need to trace the signal. Uh, this is where, quote-unquote, Samuel, uh, because, oh, the sphere starts reacting. Right. It's, like, shaking. Yeah. And, and he's like, oh, yeah, I, I thought this was actually a cool a cool effect, even though it's entirely tell-don't-show, is that Rajesh is, like, measuring the readings, and he's like, guys, the sphere has mass now. Oh, sorry, one more thing. According to the according to the Doctor Who wiki, which I have no reason not to trust, the thing that they pulled out of the ear was not a worm. It was just the, like nerves in the brain and that it was oh. just indicating that the the bluetooth was just hooked up directly to their brain through Fair the enough. ear nerves which is that's pretty, basically the same pretty, to me. yeah the ear is basically a big worm uh-huh. so the sphere is becoming real uh mickey Mom, samuel the spear the sphere is real <laughs> tell it it's not supposed to become real so Mickey basically is like, don't worry, Rose, I'm here to be He's epic. badass now. Like, he's badass. This is why I'm confused by what, Lo- I, surely Lauren is talking about Mickey, and but he's got a gun, he's badass. And and also, I believe that he is hinting at some some adventures that took place in a parallel universe Earth, I think he mentions. And I vaguely remember something like that happening with Mickey, so. Well, don't. Don't, not to me, you You're don't. Just saying, he mentioned it. He said something about like they were in. We we fought the Cybermen in the other world or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Uh. But anyway, so yeah, so the Doctor follows his screwdriver signal thing to the Cyberman plastic room. Yvonne is like, there shouldn't be anything here. They're just doing renovations. <laughs> uh, they're just concealing the. They're just concealing the beast below over here. <laughs> right. Uh. And then he says, but this world is colliding with another. And then we just see, like, six Cybermen, like, karate chop the plastic they sheets are having open, so which I have to say fun. is not very impressive no, or scary. they're so shitty. I, like, we see, I, I, I'm assuming that, like the Daleks, the Cybermen are supposed to be, like, nigh indestructible, because we see them, like, shoot the, the Cybermen. They're like, we don't fucking care. Sorry, that's a Dalek voice. That's not what. Yeah, the, did, did the one of the Cybermen talk in this? They episode. talk, but they have a kind of a they being. have a silly voice, but not as silly as the Daleks. It, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't I really have a ba- I have bad news for you, Sam. Which funny. I think we we haven't really had any voices for this show, but we will one hundred percent have to be doing Dalek voice uh, frequently. And why is that bad news? Uh, bad news for. Uh, us, I get. I no good news. It's ba- it's good news for everyone. It's the greatest voice it's that has ever existed. Such a good voice. I can't wait to do it all the fucking it's time. It's so fucking it's good. so funny. It's, anyway, that's what. And we're 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 not talking about the Dalek right now, but I'm talking about the Dalek right now, mm-hmm. which is uh, the Dalek are s- even more so than the Cybermen to me. So stuck out of time, and I have so much genuine respect for them. Not fucking I know. updating them one bit. Like what? Like like they could have they could have made the, like a hot Dalek that fucks or something. But like <laughs> that's on Torchwood. Yeah, that's on. Tor- <laughs> I'm da- dick Sir, Dalek. We made a hot Dalek that fucks. I'm sex Dalek. Thrust, thrust, thrust. <laughs> But no, they just the. I mean, listen. If they changed the design of the Dalek, people would be fucking furious for good reason. It's so good. 
It's the dumbest it's the, looking 60s robot, like, and it has the stupidest best voice like, of all time. It's but so But the good. show manages through its, like, writing and its presentation to convince you as a viewer that these things are scary and dangerous, which is just amazing. Like, how does that even work? I it's You should it. be... It should be playing, like, Seinfeld music whenever the Daleks show up. <laughs> but it plays, like... It plays, like, scary music when they show up. Yeah, so they get captured by the Cybermen. Uh... So, oh, this is where Mickey says to Rose, like, we beat the Cybermen before, right. and they vanished, but they found their way through to this world, but so did we? I don't really this have is context what I was saying. We'll I just move on, the, yeah, we'll just yeah, move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all we know is that the doctor said that this was impossible, yeah. but Mickey says, yeah, well, he was wrong. It clearly happened. And he says... I don't know what's in that sphere. I'm gonna Probably kill it. the king of the Cybermen. Whatever it is, I'm gonna fucking kill it with my big gun. It's so good. Um, at this at this moment, um, let's see. Uh, the the Cybermen have captured Doctor and Hartman, and they are. This is where we get the iconic Cybermen line: "We are the Cybermen." I thought the Cybermen had like a catchphrase, but I don't. I I want to keep saying it's assimilate, but I think that's what the Borg from Star Trek say. So I don't know if they, uh, they have... Assimilate is definitely a Borg thing. Yeah. But they, they might also they say... They might it. say, like... It's not a copyrighted it's, word. It's cyber time! <laughs> Who's ready to party? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> um, okay, uh, so the 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 Cyberman uh, leader guy, I guess? Do they, they have a rank? The... Yeah, he orders that they're going to make the ghost set ghost to yes, and that the ghosts are yeah. going to really, really... <laughs> yeah, he basically says, open breach parentheses all. Yes. <laughs> uh, and and all the ghosts start appearing, and we go to the news again, and they're like, there's more ghosts than ever before, but it's probably good. These ghosts are voting, and we love it. <laughs> Can ghosts enlist in the army to fight the Iraqis? Yes. <laughs> they can't stop. Uh, oh, I love this part. I love this part here. I fucking love this episode. This episode is so fun. I love this part here where we go back to the sphere and it's Rose, Rajesh, and Mickey. And Rajesh looks at Mickey and he's like, uh, uh, Samuel, what do you think? And Mickey Mickey just takes off his lab coat and earpiece and Rajesh is just like, Who are you? Okay. Like, what? (laughs) Why? Like, why you're acting like that's significant, but that means nothing to me. You Uh just took off your your lab coat. It's not like he removed a mask or something. No, he just took off his lab coat to show that time has passed or something. (laughs) Like, uh, but, but yeah. uh, Wait a minute. Mickey or Samuel. You're supposed to wear your lap. He just, he like takes off his shoes and puts on some like open toed shoes. Samuel, no! At this point, all the ghosts in the world, um, in all the funny iconic locations, such as in front of the Taj Mahal, <laughs> not even a joke. In front of the Taj Mahal, where by the way, there are no tourists. No tourists, uh, because they all, uh, and like, and then like, I don't know, they're, they're like doing the holding up the leaning tower of Pisa. <laughs> they're holding a baguette in front of the Eiffel Tower. They all, but all the ghosts turned into. This Cybermen. is how the Doctor knew that they weren't real ghosts because they're able to hold up the Leaning Tower. <laughs> ghosts can't hold up the Leaning Tower. These are Cybermen. That's right through them. Um, and at this point, we see like implied child murder. I think. Oh yeah, because 
I don't know if you said that the ghosts become Cybermen. Yeah, they become... Yeah, I said that. And they start, okay. like, hunting people down, and we see, like, families run... Like, the police... Yes, there, yeah. is, there is, like, a family of four in their house, and a Cyberman comes from upstairs, and there's another one that walks through the front door, and we just, like, zoom in on a little boy's face, and he's like, Mommy, I'm gonna die, Mommy, Dad! And the dad's today. like, yes! <laughs> it seems so, son! No so, matter what uh, the doctor does, you'll still be dead at the end of this. Yeah, so we get <laughs> we get a call back to the boot thing where Jackie's like, I'm confused, I thought they doctor. were ghosts. Why are the ghosts robots? And he's like, don't you fucking remember what I said where this is just like an impression in our reality? Like a, like a boot it makes an impression of a footprint? And she's like, I don't understand! Um, and then, let's see. This is when, uh, this is when, I do want to say, this is when, yeah, I do want to say, sorry. Mm-hmm. I love, by the way, that um, everyone is like playing Foursquare with ghosts and stuff. And then the ghosts become Cybermen and they're like, oh shit, that's right. We were scared. Ah! See, I think it's funny because does that mean the Cybermen were playing Foursquare? Like we do actually see kids playing like ball with the ghosts. So we're the- I was really disappointed though, because we... We, it's one of the first things we see the ghosts doing is that there's kids like playing ball and one of the ghosts appears and they're like, oh, great, can we play. can play with the ghosts. So was the Cyberman just like having fun with these kids? It, no, the oh. ghost is just standing Sandy. there. Oh, okay. Which was a real That letdown. is incredibly sad. Um, okay, this is when Mickey is like, all right, time to shoot the Cyberman because the ship is gonna is opening up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then meanwhile, with the doctor talking to the, uh, cyber dad, the like chief cyberman. Oh yeah. He's this, like, I, yeah. this part was really good. He's like, you built that void ship. What are your, what are your plans? And he's like, we did not build the void ship. It was not our technology. Yeah. They, I think they compared it to like, we saw the void ship burst through your reality like a cannonball. And we saw the opportunity the to slip the legend the of the sea devil episode. <laughs> yeah, but but the Cyberman is like, we do not know its origin, and then we cut. <laughs> what back if there were funny the guys ship, inside? Which opens up, and three Daleks float out of it. Exterminate! 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 They're so good. I oh god, stand Daleks. I love them so much. They're so funny. I'm really glad, by the way, because you said uh, on our Patreon episode when we rolled our next oh, old that this Doctor would be Who our episode, first... Remembrance of the Daleks, you were like, I can't believe we're going to meet the Daleks first why in a bonus episode. Like and then we didn't. We didn't. I just, why did they, I mean, it's so funny, but why did they sound like that? Because it's really good. It's so good that they talk like that. Anyway. And we thank them for sounding like that. Um, and this is, this is bad. I remember watching this episode, um, by the way, like, like, and going, how the fuck are they gonna fix this? <laughs> like, oh yeah, the doctor says something like, this isn't an invasion anymore, it's a victory. Yeah, they took over the earth, they just did it. Yeah. Yep. He's like, yeah, they fucking won, yep. they got us. Cool. Uh, and that's the end of the episode. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know how they're going to fix this. <laughs> yeah, we got, in the next time on, though, we see, it looked like the Cybermen were, like, fighting the Daleks, it's, which was interesting. It's possible. I mean, we, uh, we, they're not affiliated with each other. Um, they, yeah, they I guess not. The, the Daleks say a, some, yeah. the Daleks say some shit about the Genesis arc. Mm-hmm. Dunno. And then there's a guy who is, like, a space marine who's like, they came in through a rift in reality, so why can't I? Bodies! <laughs> every every episode crap damn it crap damn it the daleks showed up bunch of bad stuff just <laughs> happened 
Uh, and yeah, the the last thing in the in the next Grandpa is <laughs> what's that guy's name? Granddad Prent Prent Granddad Prentice. Hit him with your cane. God damn it, Grandpa Prentice. Use the bone saw. Uh, the last thing in the next time on is a Cyberman says uh, that if they team up with the Daleks, they could upgrade the universe. Sure. I love this shit. They're going to so give the universe a Bluetooth headset. So I should say also, because I have no context for the Cybermen or the Daleks, but it I got the sense that at some point, probably before the run of the, the modern episodes... Okay, so from what I remember of the Ecclesodes, mm-hmm. I feel like the Daleks were kind of a neutralized threat at the start of the revival. Interesting. I think In- that's what interesting. I remember. I got the sense, though, that they had fought the Cybermen with David Tennant. That's that's a guess. That's maybe, a good maybe guess. With Eccleston, I, maybe I he ends fighting. Vaguely, know, vaguely remember what's going on with the Cybermen, kind of. Um, I remember much more about what's going on with the Daleks, so I will I will not comment. All right. Of well, my, of my the case, remaining Doctor Who knowledge, episode. great episode, very silly, very fun. I really liked um, I really liked the Tenth Doctor. I really liked seeing Daleks, and I really, really, really liked the the sex comedy to suspenseful horror movie to, Dal- to <laughs> Cyberman jump scare. Very good, good shit. Yeah. Uh, so I, I did mention earlier that we can't conceivably rank the episodes, but maybe, maybe like a letter grade? I would give this one, yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, let's give it a re- letter grade. Um, I would give this one, uh, I would give this one a solid B, because, um, I think it was very entertaining, but I don't think it's reached the dizzying heights that some of the best episodes have gotten to it like yes i that's the thing is i'm like i don't i don't even know if i would give rebel flesh like an a no i'd say for me rebel flesh is like a b plus i'd give this a b i and if we're if we're doing this the whole thing okay fine 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 yeah i mean why not not? if we're gonna do this moving forward why not do it all at the top when we only have (laughs) four to retrograde okay so we'll we'll just go north so uh so uh beast below i'd give this like a d plus C I give Beast Below a C. Okay, C, C, I, I, C is fine. I'm giving, I'm giving Legend of the Sea Devils a solid, I'm solid D plus. I was underwhelmed by that episode. Okay, I, I would give Legend of the Sea Devils a C plus. C, haha. Ah, Sam, uh, I need you to, and then oh, yeah. do we, then a B plus yeah. for Rebel Flash and a B for this. This one, one's good. Opinion. Yeah. Um, this. What you got for Rebel Flash? Um, I think I said a B. I don't know okay. about B plus. I think is I I would put this on par with Rebel Flesh because I like David Tennant more than I like Matt Smith, um, and I also liked seeing Daleks in it. And I thought there were some funny jokes. There were some funny jokes. Jordan, yeah, you got to spin that. This is the best part of you the. You got to spin the wheel because this is where I click the randomize button on my random.org list randomizer All and right. take whatever's at the top. Here we go. Okay, this is a a B. So, we're we're in a two-parter. Uh-oh. This is the first time this has happened. Uh-oh. Ooh. Give me some, give me some, give me some deets. Ooh, I think I know what we're about to deal with, because we are watching, we are heading back to Series 5. We're gonna hang out with Matt Smith some more. And, Jordan, this is gonna be Series 5, Episode 5, Flesh and Stone. No way! Wait! I think we got Weeping Angels. Oh, shit! It's a Weeping Angels episode. 
I think we're going to meet the Slendermans. We're going to meet the Slendermans. Um, and and uh, let me tell you something. If from my memory, if my memory serves, uh, the Weeping Angels are in one good episode, and then in a bunch of not very good episodes. <laughs> so I look forward to finding out which one this is. Yeah. <laughs> this could be now good. I it could do be see... good. It could be good. I do see that that season five, series five, episode three, the episode right after Beast Below. So we are actually we are we are going to be. Very I remember close this episode. We... Holy shit! I remember this episode. It's finally happened. An episode I remember. This, <laughs> this is going to be very interesting because, uh, or sorry, what I was going to say is that. Oh right, because. Oh my god, sorry. I I'm having a lot of thoughts right mm-hmm. now. Let me let me recenter myself and Deep explain breaths. what's happening. Deep breaths. Is I'm seeing that series five episode three is called Victory of the Daleks, which is very funny considering what we just watched, but I am remembering that that is where Winston Churchill has a Dalek. <laughs> yeah, he's got a pet Dalek. Um okay, a couple things couple things uh about this yes. episode, just to to get you get you excited. Um one sec. Okay. Number one, so we got Matt Smith, we've got Karen Gillan as Amy Pond, Alex Kingston as River Song. Oh! And Ian Glenn okay. as Octavian, Ian Glenn, Jorah Mormont for S, 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 S from Game oh, of Thrones. Oh, S to spit on Jorah's grave. I don't want to see him. I mean, it's not his fault that he plays Jorah. It's not his, yeah, fault. It's not his I, fault. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated Jorah by the end of Game of Thrones, but I actually liked him quite a bit early on. It's very funny so because I think, got a, I think he got a real upgrade from Book Jorah. Um, I think I honestly do think that a big part of why I despise Jorah in the show is because Jorah in the books is such a piece of shit. Dear, dear Khaleesi. Anyway, I'm very excited for this. <laughs> very, very excited. Oh man, I'm excited. Yeah, um, this is going to be a good one, even if it's not. All right, uh, let's let's wrap this up. Sam, tell us about our Patreon, which we have to watch classic Doctor Who this week to uh, put an episode up on. Yes, we are going to be doing uh, a couple days after this episode goes up. You will be able to listen on our Patreon to our episode on Remembrance of the Daleks. Now, this episode, this Doctor. episode, like got the Dalek Dalek worm in my brain. So now I'm just so excited to hang out with some of those funny little guys. That, <laughs> I mean, okay, can we can we just say Daleks? I know they're not little, but they are. They have such funny little guy energy. Oh my god, they're funny. <laughs> They are funny. I will say they're funny to me, having never seen any episode where they do anything. This is the thing. I've like, seen a lot of episodes where they show up. Yeah, and like do nothing. the episodes where they do things will be very interesting. There's an episode in there's an episode that I'm chef's kiss so excited to get to hopefully one day maybe there's right a because i'm pretty sure the it. thing about the daleks is that they are like mass murdering like robot alien monsters yeah they're very very uh in the in the textual universe of doctor who they're incredibly dangerous and scary but to me as a viewer i just want to i just want to put them in my pocket and carry them around yeah so it's gonna it's gonna be fun when we eventually someday get an episode where they're doing something um, yeah <laughs> um so tell us tell tell us what's on offer if you give us money. Uh, yeah, so for $1, you get a mildly special Discord role marking you as lightly coated in slime, and you can get access to all of our bonus content. For $1, you our... get the one Bluetooth headset tier. <laughs> <laughs> you get, uh, we got one episode already on Old Doctor Who, but also we got tons of older stuff. We got fan fiction readings. Lauren has been listening through the uh, Pregnancy Pact Secret oh, Life fanfics, and that has been... 
a hell of a trip down memory lane hearing her report on some of the shit that we read all those years ago. Ricky and Jack in waiter suits with towels over their arms. That was the thing I remember. Adrian gets Ben a signed copy of The Call of the Wild, and he gives her uh, a framed picture of the ultrasound, and she starts crying, and he goes, Oh no, you hate it! Jesus Christ. I did hear uh, one of, I don't remember which one of us read it, but I did hear one of us say the phrase, small but their abs. <laughs> that, okay, nothing has, nothing from our Patreon content has impacted my life more than the phrase, small but their abs. It's a real <laughs> brain worm. Yes, uh, you you did put on a Bluetooth at the time, and I did think it was kind of weird, because you already had one on. Mm-hmm. Uh so that's on there. We got we watched a bunch of teen movies, all the high school musicals, Grease 2, that's all on there. $5 gets you a pretty special Discord role marking you as entirely covered in slime. Just goopy up with it. You can pretend, and if you like don't like Doctor Who that much, you can pretend that this is like a Kyle XY thing if you want. Sure. Uh, and it gets you a shout-out on the podcast, and we will read a message that you send us in whatever funny, <laughs> stupid Dalek voice that voice. we want. And you know the Dalek voice Dalek is on voice, there now. Dalek voice, please mandatory Dan, you know what to do <laughs> we do still have a we do still have quite a few to get uh-huh. through so if you if you send us a message don't be surprised if it doesn't come up right away should we read uh, another message in this week because we 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 i kind of fucked it up at the beginning yeah yeah we'll we'll do another okay. one we'll do another okay. one uh <laughs> ten dollars gets you an incredibly special discord role marking you as a companion of the show which is made of slime and you can listen to the podcast live while we record it which is right now at five thirty. 30 pacific time on fridays okay yeah okay so we got a message i don't remember if we do messages or shout outs first i have the message here i guess i'll do it since you did the last one uh this is from chai thank you chai uh who says to please read one of the sillier facts about doctor who canon uh this doesn't say any particular voice so i'm just gonna read this here we go At the end of Season 6's The War Games from 1969, the second Doctor is forced to regenerate and then sent into exile. And this is technically spoilers, but the odds of us ever rolling this episode out of the 500 plus episodes are zero. Uh, (laughs) It's going to happen like (laughs) If we get this episode. Okay. The second Doctor is forced to regenerate and then sent into exile on Earth by the Time Lords as punishment. However, the actual regeneration and transition to the third Doctor is not shown directly on screen. Instead, the Doctor's face contorts in agony as the screen zooms out and fades to black before the episode ends, with the Doctor's next on-screen appearance being the already regenerated third Doctor collapsing out of the TARDIS in color in Spearhead from Space of Season 7 in 1970. The apparent gap between the end of the War Games and the Third Doctor's first appearance, as well as many other in-universe factors, led many fans to believe that the Second Doctor had several adventures between the War Games and Spearhead from Space, just had a hurt- collectively by the fandom as Season 6B. What, like he had a hurt face the whole time and he was walking around? <laughs> so they thought that at the end of the episode he goes, ah! And then... God knows what happens and then, like, in Season few- 6B, which does not exist. <laughs> And then at the end of season six B, he dies and he becomes dies, the seventh doctor. He dies and falls off out of screen. <laughs> he had like no, he had like a slow face related death that took him <laughs> a long enough that he could have several adventures while dying of his face injury that contorted. That's very funny. Also, having having now read this this uh, fun fact uh, that <laughs> the idea that this would be a spoiler is retroactively laughable. Wow, the doctor dies. The second Doctor dies, oh, no. and that's why he becomes the third Doctor. What? 
that, the, the, <laughs> the death of the shot. doctor is an unspoilable occurrence. We know that <laughs> the doctor. Does, we, know, what? we know the actor is going to get sick of it eventually. <laughs> Usually doesn't take doesn't that long, take that out. long at all. No, three seasons appears to be the max. So that is our message for the week. Our second message for the week. Uh, so now. This feel this feels wrong. I think we usually do this in the other order. But anyway, <laughs> thank you to our ten and five dollars subscribers: Cassidy, Destryhawk, H. Cabe, Colin Paget, Arnold, Dan, Big Challenge, Silva, J. C. H. Roy, Stephanie B. Stephanie Karen, and Tasty C. Thank you all so very much. We really appreciate. Thank it. you all so very much. And hey, and while uh, while we're at it, I know, I know, I don't want to enter gauge too much, but we are starting up the show again, and I think it would be really cool if you could recommend us to a friend or give us a review or you know retweet or well that one's probably not going to do that much for very long um you know share our podcast somewhere um send it directly to Elon we haven't Musk. we haven't shared our socials um but we have uh we're on twitter at potting that's Bros. true i am on twitter at posi stress yeah, i'm on twitter at bradifus rex and you can find us on twitter at potting bros you can find us on co-host that's the thing i I'm on co-host at Positive Stress, and we do have a co-host.com slash Dr. Huh. And you can also find us on Tumblr.com slash Dr. Huh, because you know that we're going to make a Doctor Who podcast. Tumblr has to hear about it. Uh, absolutely. It may have any chance of this podcast ever reaching Anybody? $100 a month on Patreon, so we watch an episode of Torchwood. Tumblr will help us. It's because we are And if you're listening to this Tumblr from tags. Tumblr, we respect you and we thank you for joining us. Thank you. I hope that we don't make oh, any yeah. of you mad. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I <laughs> just just for reference, if you are listening from Tumblr and you don't know us, I was I was on Tumblr. I was a Tumblr teen. Tumblr was was absolutely my entire and life. And I'm a long feeling time. things out on Tumblr as Twitter goes down the tube, so I'm there, but I'm not sharing my my I won't share my social my Tumblr here because I won't, but I am on Tumblr just seeing how things feel as <laughs> as Elon goes nutty with the website of my choice. <laughs> yeah who knows maybe if if twitter does go down as people are expecting it to i'll probably just make a, a potting bros co-host page yeah but for now i haven't bothered fair enough um but that's it for this week uh and uh and we have a new uh we have a new tradition uh we're gonna oh, close shit. Yeah, every to episode it. i would like everybody to listening to rise uh and uh, sam <laughs> can you please lead us in prayer yeah here let me let me copy this into my notes so i always have it from now on like we say at the end of every episode may your life flow like a river may your days smell sweet as a rose may your nights be calm and still as a pond may you be as lucky as an ace in a game of blackjack harkness and may the doctor light your path through time. That Harkness sucks so much. <laughs> that last <laughs> it's Jack Harkness. <laughs> you have to understand Bye. we cannot get away from this one. It's it's oh, it's God. so funny, Sam. Thank you. Thank, I didn't write uh, it. I know, but it's yeah, it's 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 what has to be done. They say it at conventions. It's, yeah. Alright. Thank you everybody. See you next week. Bye. Bye. What do we? Oh, I was like, do we have a sign off? That was the sign off. Inscrutable.